Hello, and thanks for coming along to And We Have an Office Dog, the digital agency podcast where we talk to agency owner directors and learn more about what makes them tick. From the things that make them similar to the things they'd rather have known sooner, where they've had success, and where they've learned some hard lessons. All will be revealed with your host, Chris Simmons, the agency coach, and he'll be talking to a different awesome agency person in each episode, asking them four questions and seeing where the conversation takes us over the next 25 minutes. Okay, so let us begin. Over to you, Chris. Thanks, voiceover guy. And on the podcast today, we've got Hannah Thorpe again from Vikir. How are you? Hey, good. Thank you. Thanks for having me back. How are you? I'm, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. We, I was just thinking that it's been just over a year since we recorded the last podcast, um, and I think last year we were having connection issues, and you had to actually dial in from your phone, um, which made the recording quite, quite interesting. So let's hope that we don't have any issues now we've started recording this time. You really styled it out that it wasn't hard work for you to edit and that it was fine, my technical incompetency. So sorry. It took me four times longer than it took to record. Perfect. It's okay, only three people listened to it. <laughs> <laughs> so for anyone who's been a bit naughty and hasn't listened to your first episode in season one, can you just let them know, A, who you are, and B, who Vakira are and what you guys do? Yeah, of course. So I am Hannah Thorpe. I am the managing director at an agency that is called Vakir. For those of you that aren't fluent in Dutch, Vakir means traffic. Um, and that's what we're really all about, building businesses, helping you with your digital problems. Um, and we like to talk about it that we demystify digital. So we hopefully make it easy to understand. And we do that through offering consultancy, SEO, paid search and paid social services. Lovely. And that hasn't changed a huge amount since last year, which means you're on focus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, still achieving the same things. Perfect. There we go. How much how much search have you demystified in the last year? Quite a lot? Some would say too much. Um, yeah, a lot. And actually, I think what we're seeing, like the way the market's changing, like we're just finding a lot more demand for like straight talking help in digital, mm -hmm. which is great because that's definitely how our agency communicates so we're glad to see that happening good 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 so over the last 12 months there's been a lot of things that have, I, I, I've seen we've spoken a few times in the last year about you know about agency life what what's one of the kind of the, the major changes or developments that's happened in the agency in the last 12 months what have you adapted to or built into the business um god you know what? Agency life is so short time. Every example I can think of is things we've done in like the last two weeks, which is just horrifying, isn't it? Um, I would say as a general theme, what we've done is actually we've shifted our structure a little bit mm -hmm. um, to enable our managers to choose their ratio of client-facing work versus specialisms. Um, okay. So we've really like leaned in on the fact that some people are technically brilliant but still want to talk to clients, but not as much as somebody else. So if you want to be 20% client facing and 80% delivery, you can. And if you want to be 60% client facing and 40% delivery, you can. And we've kind of built a resourcing structure that really works for that. 
Um, and I think what we've seen is that's really helped our hiring and recruitment because actually people do want the flexibility to kind of define their own role. And for as long as we can make that up work and we have a system where it works, we really love to offer that to people. And I, and I think um, something that you've clearly forgotten that you've done in the last year is you've put an awful lot of effort, I think, as an agency into um, defining that outward narrative. I think you've been through site redesign, not only just as a basic, like, you know, make it look pretty, but you've also kind of done some narrative work around that. And I think that plus some focus on how you deliver your account management is that's quite a lot of work. Yeah, we actually we did an external workshop, which if you run an agency, I would so recommend getting someone separate in to help you with it. Different set of eyes is often often uh, what what the uh, the doctor orders, isn't it? Yeah, it's madness. And being told like you're a liar, like our person just laughed at the values we had because she was like, those are not what you follow. Like your values are actually better. They're cooler than that. They're mm. clearer. They're stronger in your business. So yeah, I think that external set of eyes and then we've really, that was probably around the time we recorded last time. And then mm. we spent a year really executing on that and seeing that kind of come through our work. And now in our one-to-ones, like, people actually their man your manager sits and says to you like how are you fulfilling those values that we all defined together you can't mm. get promoted unless you can prove you're fulfilling them um, yeah. and they've really become part of everything we do which has really helped it, it does it does make a big difference because everyone can everyone comes from a different place with different education with different skill sets with different backgrounds everything's slightly different even if you grew up in the same house like brothers and sisters everyone's different um and if you can create a shared set of values, it doesn't mean your actual personal values aren't as important, but there's something which as a, as a team, you can share a small amount of something which you all believe and, and hold true. So it makes it a lot easier, doesn't it, to, well, hire, keep uh, traction and also, sadly, if you need to, fire. Yeah, absolutely. And I think the way we built our values and what was really important to us was having flexibility within them for people to still have what matters to them. So mm. one of our values is ambition. And the way we always talk about it is winning and not at all costs. Um, we've recently hired some team members who are parents. And for them, like their win is actually being able to make sure they're on time for the school run at 2.45. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I laugh, but it is really, really important. Yeah, and like for us, like we're happy. Like If that member of the team gets out the door to pick up their kid on time and then as long as they get back to work and finish their day later, like yeah. we have no issue with that. And being able to support our team in that way and you not be told you're undermining the value. Because I think so often a business could look at someone like that and say, well, you're not ambitious. Yeah. But they are. They just have different goals in life and they're hitting those goals in a different way. Absolutely. And and I guess outside of the agency, as you know, having two fingers firmly on the pulse of the industry, the industry's changed a lot in the last year, not just with like normal updates from Google and, and and Google Ads and all sorts of things like that, but more widely speaking, technologically as well. Um, how have you seen the industry evolve in the last year and what stuff are you actively avoiding and what stuff are you actively adapting to? This is such a difficult question. By the time you publish this, my answers might be different. Um, <laughs> That's fine. So we're having meetings for what we call internally the Keir 3.0, mm -hmm. um, which is kind of a refresh of like how we approach our services, how we talk about what we do based on the changes we've seen in the industry. So we can prep for what kind of 
next year might look like and all yeah. know where we're headed. Um, and actually, really interestingly, where we've kind of settled is we think you should ignore a lot of the industry changes, which I know sounds crazy, but like stuff like chat GPT and all the AI tech, we're like, it's really, really cool. And like from a nerd perspective, love it. But from a business perspective, like it's just an additional tactic as a way to execute what needs to be a good strategy. So mm. everything we do is based on having a really robust strategy and a strategy that's underpinned by like, hopefully some excellent SEO knowledge and paid search knowledge, but also like sector knowledge. And I think you would be silly to neglect what you know about a business sector, and what you know about an industry in place of here's a really shiny, exciting tactic. Let's base a whole approach on it. And like, we've had clients be approached by agencies that are like, let me give you our AI strategy. Like it's not a strategy guys. It's just a way of doing things that will be quicker. Yeah. Exactly. So I think for us, it's about like seeing through the noise as to is it actually changing or is it just changing how you execute? And for us, we don't want to make business changes that are based on a tactical tool. We want to make business changes that are based on an industry trend, like something Mm. for changing in the market rather than just a way to make things quicker. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think there's... There's aspects of things which you could you can probably in the business immediately see are useful for the tool, but if you built your business around it, crikey, yeah. <laughs> um, so those sorts of changes have obviously you, you put a lot of effort into the last twelve months. You've the business itself's developed, the agency itself's changed, the industry itself's changed. What do you think um, about you know personally slash well? When you're running an agency, personal and professional kind of inter- intertwine quite quite significantly. How do you feel um, from a personal slash professional growth point of view that that um, that you've changed in the last year? Um, you were perfect tell- beforehand, I, well, I guess. Exactly. I think my team would tell you a lot's changed. I think like we've really, um, as leaders in Vakir, doubled down on working with our coaches a lot more. Um, in understanding kind of how we communicate and we always call it how we get off the roller coaster like Mm -hmm. when you're running an agency you have the best day and then promptly followed by like three days of hell yeah and i think like you can get addicted to that (laughs) i think we both were and then we were like not sleeping and like everyone's exhausted you can't fight off any illness like it's the worst and i think what we've really worked on is like how to not be on the roller coaster and actually sit at a more moderate level. So we've introduced um, some processes for that that have really helped where it's like, we don't make a decision or talk about something a team member does unless it happens consistently. Yeah. So like, if you are late one day, I don't have a rage about it either to you or by myself, (laughs) depending on what my execution would be of that. Like you can't mention it or think about it until it's maybe happened like three or four times in a row. That's when you're like, hold on, that's not cool. And I think we've really shifted the business so that we focus on that with clients as well. There has Mm. to be a consistency to whether we're happy and a consistency to whether we're stressed about it. And that's Mm. really just helped kind of moderate, like make our reactions more moderate. And then with our reactions being more moderate, I think we're making better, slower decisions rather than trying to rush and do 50 things at once because we're not being so reactive. 
yeah i think that's one thing that um that it's very difficult to uh to learn is to slow down decision making because things do happen quickly in agencies but not that quickly that it's worth the entire agency's value if it doesn't go well and there's stuff you can make quick decisions because it's very easy you've got all the information you've had the experience etc when there's a proper decision to be made you can take the time yeah exactly and like otherwise you're just going to be changing your mind on it because as well i think as agency owners like there's a tendency to not even let a decision bed in before you're saying we should move on and do something different yeah um, and we're really like big now and having that test period and like let's do this for three months and then see where we end up rather than mm. two days later freaking out about it completely agree with you what do you think so quick fire question best thing in the last 12 months um the best thing actually would be yeah it's so hard to pick one i think the team our team development has really improved um i am surrounded by a great group of people who i can trust with pretty much mm, anything that's really important yeah like sometimes they do stupid shit like sofa swearing again um like they leave gone off milk in the fridge in the office and I think they're all children. But then other times it's there's just moments of brilliance. And I think knowing that we are all pushing to the same goal and that I can trust they'll make the best decision for the business mm. is really, really important. Um, and it outweighs all the other like day-to-day -day things that are annoying when you kind of have that fundamental trust that they wouldn't let the business down. I think you can tell where this is going. Worst thing in the last 12 months? Oh, um, I would say recruitment. Just across yeah. the board, we have made some dodgy hires. Um, <laughs> quite frankly, the market was questionable. Um, and Just went with I, what was there. Yeah, I think we made some decisions that went against our business values when it comes to recruitment. Mm. And like, we just shouldn't have done it. We should have been like, do they fulfill what we need rather than are they a good specialist? Um, I think we forget that it's so easy to teach like the digital stuff that we do. You can teach someone SEO and paid search, but yeah. you can't teach attitude and personality and values. No. And knowing those values which you worked hard on and hiring based on those values and assessing attitude as well as you possibly can do is the best you can possibly do when it comes to hiring and it's not it's it it gets less and less as you're more and more used to used to and comfortable with that kind of uh, feeling but you'll there's always you will always hire someone who does really well in interviews comes really highly recommended and does well in interviews does really well in interviews, comes highly recommended and spends three months being excellent and then they're not. It, it just happens. Uh, so don't beat yourself up on that one, but I'm pretty sure anyone who's listening to this podcast who's running an agency has had a few duds in the last year. Yeah, it just it happens <laughs> to all of us. So what would you say, um, all things considered uh, that we've you know we've discussed around the, the, the agency, what, what would... What would be something that you would say is a, like a core focus for the business in the next year? If we speak in season three, a year's time, what's the core focus? So our core focus is to underpin everything that we're doing 
with a pragmatism about the businesses that we work for. Um, we work across some odd sectors and we need to understand like as specialists when our channel isn't as important as their brand um, mm. and starting to like actually make sure that everything we're doing is underpinned by kind of business sense. Is this commercially viable? Like we're entering, well, we avoided a recession, didn't we? But we're basically in economic crisis. Like yeah. let's not be trying to sell people jazzy content marketing campaigns with zero KPIs against them that have commercial value because it's not the right time. And let's focus mm. on the things that help for the actual day-to-day -day of the business. Makes perfect sense. So let's hope that, that there's been some pragmatism in 12, over the next 12 months when we speak next. Hopefully. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming for a second time round, Hannah. Awesome. Thanks so much for having me. And in our next episode, we will revisit another agency leader and see how their last year has been. So thanks very much for listening. Ha, ha, ha.